welcome to the Global Game Football Podcast. Welcome to episode two of the Global Game Football Podcast, brought to you by your host, Derek Allen. If you haven't already, please check out episode one of TGG. Episode one introduces you to the podcast and its format, as well as provides a recap of the 2014 World Cup, which was held in Brazil. Now that we've covered 2014, we can move on to this summer's tournament taking place in Russia. The tournament is comprised of 32 finalists qualifying from the six different qualifying continents. Based on FIFA rankings, these 32 finalists were each placed into one of four pots. The first of these pots features the eight teams perceived to be the best in the tournament, followed by the next best in pot two, Teams ranked between 16 and 24 were placed into pot 3, and the weakest teams made up pot 4. The subsequent draw pulled one of the teams from each pot to assign eight groups of four. In these eight groups, each team will face each other once. The top two teams with the most points will advance into the knockout stage. Now that we know how many teams are in each group and how they got there, we can focus on Group A. Group A features the hosts, Russia, Uruguay, Egypt, and Saudi Arabia. There are a couple of big storylines coming out of Group A. The first is how the Russians can perform in front of their home fans. And the second is how fit Mohamed Salah will be for Egypt. If you recall, Mo Salah got injured in the Champions League final when he was taken down by Sergio Ramos. We'll get more into Mo Salah and his fitness as we cover Egypt, but before then, we'll start with the hosts, Russia. To address how the Russians will perform in front of their home fans, it's simple really. I don't see the Russians getting out of the group. The Russians open the competition on June 14th against Saudi Arabia, and this is their best and maybe their only chance at points. That being said, the Saudis shouldn't be taken lightly. They finished second in their final qualifying group, one point behind Japan, with six wins in 10 matches and 17 goals scored. And although the Russians haven't played a competitive match since Euro 2016, in which they exited in the group stage with one point and six goals conceded, they should at least be able to ride the emotional high of opening the tournament on home soil to at least a point. After that, I think injuries will take their toll on the Russian squad. A majority of Russia's center backs have already had to pull out through injury, and yet the team remains insistent on playing a back three. Even if their first choice center backs were fit, I don't know if a Russian back three would have the capability to stop offenses that include Luis Suarez and Edinson Cavani, let alone Mohamed Salah. Back to the Saudis, a team that has overcome immensely difficult political circumstances just to qualify for the World Cup Finals. However, there is a reason they have the worst odds of any team to win the tournament. To put their position into context, the Saudis at 2,000 to 1 are significantly worse off than 31st placed Iran, who sit at a much more reasonable 500 to 1. Saudi Arabia will be lucky to finish with more than a solitary point, and even that may be pushing it. The focus of the Saudi Arabian team coming into the tournament has been that a handful of their players, maybe eight or so, moved over to La Liga in the second half of the 2017-18 club campaign. While this sounds like a great move, 
Not one of those players played a single competitive minute, and the remainder of the team is made up of domestic players. For those reasons, and many others, I can't see Saudi Arabia getting out of this group. Now a team that I can see getting out of the group is heavyweights Uruguay. Led by starch strikers Edinson Cavani and Luis Suarez, Uruguay are the heavy favorites to top Group A. Do I see this happening? Absolutely. We'll get to Egypt in a moment, but I see Uruguay having too much quality, not just up top, but also at the back, through experienced Atletico Madrid center-back pairing Diego Godin and Jose Jimenez. This squad finished second in Common Bowl qualifying, the hardest of the continental qualifying regions, and it wasn't by mistake. While the midfield leaves a little bit to be desired, the Uruguayans should be able to score enough goals to offset any shift on the counterattack. Uruguay will face tough competition in their first game as they open the tournament against Egypt. That being said, the opening game might come just a little bit too soon for the Pharaohs and their star man, Mohamed Salah. In that challenge I previously mentioned with Sergio Ramos, Salah went down clutching his collarbone and many thought it could have been broken. However, after further assessment in Spain, it was determined that Salah had a shoulder sprain and may only be out for three to four weeks. Three weeks from the date of the injury would be the day after Uruguay and Egypt are scheduled to play their opening games. While Mohamed Salah will be doing everything to be fit for that opening match against Uruguay, I don't see it happening. If there's one game that the Egyptians can afford to lose in the group stage, it's against Uruguay. Even with Mohamed Salah in the lineup, they might not have had enough quality to secure the three points anyways. It will be paramount that Salah comes back fit and firing for the second and third games against Russia and Saudi Arabia. While I fully expect Uruguay to top Group A with between 7 and 9 points, 4 may be enough for Egypt to get out of the group. I believe the team has the quality to get 6 points with both wins against Russia and Saudi Arabia. However, they may be able to get out of the group with only 4. A draw with the Russians and either a significant victory over the Saudis or not shipping too many goals against Uruguay could see Egypt advance with just four points. My Group A predictions. Russia and Saudi Arabia will open the tournament with a boring draw. Match two will see Uruguay beat Egypt, whether or not Mohamed Salah is in the lineup. Uruguay then will dispatch the Saudis with ease, and Egypt will go on to get at least one point against Russia. I just can't see them losing that match. In the group finale, Desperate Egypt side will seal a significant victory over the Saudis, which will see them into the knockout stage as Group A runners up behind Uruguay. As a result, Uruguay will go on to face the runners up of Group B, while Egypt will play the Group B winners. While Egypt can rely on some squad depth, like Ramadan Sobi in attack, Ahmed Almeni in midfield, and Ahmed Hagazi at center back, They'll face a tough test in Group B winners. Stay tuned to the Global Game Football Podcast and look out for our next pod, which will preview Group B. Until then, find me on Twitter at, at TGGFootballPod or send emails to TGGFootballPod at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you guys and make sure to like us 
and review us on iTunes.